Sierra. Hey, that's Lifespring. Cabin crew, prepare for immediate departure. Quiet on the set. Quiet, people. In three, roll tape. Two, rolling. One. What's going on here? Wow, this is Lifespring number 78. I don't know where this crowd came from. What? And now your host. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, what's going on here? I don't know where all these people came from. Hey, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to LifeSpring. I'm Steve Webb, and yes, I am your host. Today, my friends, we have a couple of things we're going to talk about. We are going to talk about prayer, and we are going to talk about uh, some of the upcoming things that's going on. I do have to apologize. Um, This weekend, I did apologize on the weekend show, but I know that not everybody listens to the weekend music show. So uh, if you had uh, your podcast catcher, whether it be iTunes or Juice or whatever, Decided it wanted to download a whole bunch of old life springs. I very much apologize for that. Please accept my my apologies. Um, what I did was I I had to move all the life spring files over to the Pod Show servers. When I did that, um, see, I thought that that the the uh, podcast catching software would only look at the the latest um, new episode. I didn't know that it would look at all the the past stuff. And see that there was a change. And, of course, the change was from my servers to pod show servers. And so it said, oh, this is all new. And so that's why you had a whole bunch of stuff want to get, want to get downloaded uh, from uh, old shows. And I very, very much apologize for that. So please accept my apology. I really, really mean that. Anyway, we've got some great new music today. Uh, actually, it's not new. It's uh, music that I've played before, but it's especially appropriate for the subject matter today. Please remember that all the contact information is at the end of today's show and it'll be in the ID3 tags. Also, all the song credits are at the end of the show as well. So, without further ado, let us get on with Betsy Walker. And this is called Dear Afterthought. Anyway. I show up fast for someone who's not sure where she's going. I only like direction. 
thought for you? I hope not. I was planning to wrap up our prayer mini-series today, but as I was putting my thoughts down, it became clear that there's got to be at least one more episode, so be looking for that soon. Be there! Hey, who is this guy? Anyway, be looking for that soon. It uh, will most likely come out this Wednesday. Yeah, I'm going to do an, an extra show this week. So it's important enough that I really want to get it out this week. And since I will be wrapping up the little mini-series on prayer, now is a good time for you to send in an Ask Steve question. Is there something you've always wondered about in terms of religion? Are you having some kind of life situation that you'd like to get another perspective on? Well, if so, write me at steve.lifespring at gmail.com. Now, the uh, second to the last look on prayer. You know, it may surprise you that many people never do really develop a good, consistent habit of prayer, the kind of prayer that really seems to touch the heart of God and yield results. Prayer is often reduced to a little more than a polite formality before meals. You know what I'm talking about. Or a hasty word at the end of the day. Or a last resort when there's nowhere else to turn. It's like Betsy Walker saying in the song, you know, it's just kind of an afterthought. Or something out of desperation. Well, as I said in an earlier episode, Jesus made it a priority to take time to pray. He would often go off by himself to have time with the Father. And that brings me to the first point that I want to make today, and that's this. Prayer requires effort and discipline. <laughs> I know that nobody likes to hear that, but it's true. It's not popular to talk about effort but it is what it is. If it, did, if it didn't take effort, guess what? Everybody would be doing it. There are several examples of this in Scripture, but let's look at just one. In the New Testament, book of Luke, it says, Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. Then Jesus went off to himself, or went off by himself, to pray. Now, just a little bit of background here. This is Jesus' very last night on earth. All right, He's already had what is known as the Last Supper with the disciples. And now he knows what's coming. And so he decided to go off and pray. And in a minute we'll talk about what that prayer was all about. But he took a couple of disciples with him. And he took him somewhere and he said, listen, 
pray that you'll not fall into temptation. And then he went off to pray. Then he did his prayer. And then it says, when he rose from prayer and went back to his disciples, he found them, what? He found them asleep. He said, why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you will not fall into temptation. There are many things in life that make it hard to pray, but pray we must. The disciples had been told that Jesus was going to be leaving, and they were, they were exhausted. It had been a long day, but they were exhausted from sorrow as well. That's what it says. It says they were, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. So it's important, even when things are tough, that we got to take time to pray, even if it's hard. Listen, a couple of years ago, the lovely lady Leanne and I applied for some life insurance. Part of qualifying for this insurance involved getting a blood test. Well, when the results came back, I found that I was going to have to pay almost double for the insurance coverage because I had such high cholesterol. I had no idea that my cholesterol was out of, out of whack. That was not a good way to find it. Uh, the insurance guy says, well, I have good news, I've got bad news. I said, well, give me the good news. Good news is, I can sell you insurance. What's the bad news? It's going to cost you double. Oh, man. Well, I was unwilling to part with that much money. It was a lot of money that they wanted. So I set out to see if I could lower my cholesterol by eating healthier and getting into better shape. It took discipline and it took effort. But I lowered my cholesterol significantly. That's easy for me to say. And I lost about 40 pounds over about a four-month period. Everybody talks about losing weight and eating healthier, but most are not willing to put in the effort. Was it worth the effort on my part? (laughs) Sure, without a doubt. Is putting effort into having consistent prayer worth the effort? Same answer, without a doubt. Listen to this. Also in the book of Luke, Jesus said, imagine he was talking to, this is actually right after he taught them how to pray with the Lord's Prayer. You know, our Father who's in heaven, hallowed be your name. Okay. Right after that, he said, imagine what would happen if you were, if you went out to a friend in the middle of the night and said, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. An old friend traveling through just showed up and I don't have a thing on hand. The friend answers from his bed, Don't bother me. The door is locked. My children are all down for the night. I can't get up and give you anything. Then Jesus said, But let me tell you, even if he won't get up because he's a friend, if you stand your ground knocking and waking all the neighbors, he'll finally get up and get you whatever you need. He continued, he said, here's what I'm saying. Ask and you'll get. Seek and you'll find. Knock and the door will be open. My friend, here's the point. It is when prayer is persistent that it is effective. Jesus shows us in this scripture that prayer is often a profound exercise in persistence. When I was a brand new believer, 
I once heard a preacher say that God is not hard of hearing. We only need to ask him something one time. Well, it's true that God knows what we need before we even ask. And it's true that he can do anything and that nothing is too hard for him. But I believe that that preacher was dead wrong. Don't ask me exactly why there are times that we need to come repeatedly to God with the same requests. I think part of it is that he's teaching us to more fully rely on him. I think that sometimes he brings us to the point where we will have to acknowledge that it truly was a God thing when the matter is resolved. You see, we humans are kind of lame. We have a tendency to forget or rationalize. I already told you about the lovely lady Leanne's ovarian tumor right after we got married and how God healed it. Remember I told you that not only did Leanne and I pray, but we asked our entire family and our church to pray. And God did heal. When the doctor did surgery, he found nothing but a healthy ovary. That, after ultrasounds, more than one, there were two ultrasounds that showed a very large tumor on one of her, her ovaries. Okay, so here's my point. If I only prayed once, and if I didn't involve anybody else in this very serious matter, it would have been very easy for me to say, well, maybe there never really was a tumor there in the first place, or maybe it just went away on its own. Or maybe I would have just forgotten about it. But since it became a matter of prayer for so many of us, we're reminded of what God did. And it's not so easy to rationalize away his involvement when it's not just my own feeble memory, but it's the memory of everybody in the family. And we've got a big extended family. And it's the memory of the people at the church who were involved in that prayer. We remember it like it was yesterday. So, am I saying that you'll always get your way if you continually barrage God with nags? Well, no, of course not. If you're asking him for an outcome that will be counter to his will or his plan, his answer is going to be no. Listen, just before Jesus was handed over to the people who would ultimately kill him that night, he went off to pray, as I said. He knew what was coming. He knew that he was going to be beaten horribly and nailed to a cross. You see, nailing people to crosses was the way that the Romans executed people back then. Jesus had already seen people nailed to the cross. He knew what was coming. So he went to a quiet place place to pray. Now listen to what he said. He said, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. In other words, he said, Father, if I had my way, I'd like to see some other kind of thing happen here. If there's another way for me to bring mankind into a relationship with you, if there's another way to deal with the sin problem, let's do that. But if there is no other way, if things have come down to this, then I want your way to win out. 
Now get this. Scripture tells us something very important here. It says that an angel came to his side and strengthened him. What for? Well, check this out. The next sentence tells us, it says, And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. So, I see two things here. Jesus was putting a lot of effort into this prayer. And it sounds to me like Jesus didn't ask just once. It sounds like he really wrestled with the Father about this. I'm sure there were many things on his mind when he prayed. But the one thing we are told that was on his mind was that he wanted a way out if it was at all possible. And of course, in this case, the father said, no, there's no other way, my son. So, being willingly obedient, Jesus followed through with the plan.
Jesus loved us enough to go all the way to the cross for us. Understand that he obeyed the Father because of the love. So we learn here that it takes a couple of different things. It takes discipline and effort to pray. We learn that persistence is a good thing and that seeking God's will is central to our prayers. Jesus modeled that for us, and he is our perfect model. Now, there's one final thing I want to talk about regarding prayer, and that is faith. And I'll be doing that in an episode later this week, like I said, probably Wednesday. If you're not subscribed, be sure to check the show notes page for that extra show. Now, the easiest way to be sure you don't miss a show is, of course, to subscribe. It's free. And it's almost painless. For right now, one of the easiest ways to subscribe is through iTunes. There's a link in the right-hand column on the show notes page, which, by the way, is lifespringpodcast.com. And uh, there's anyway, there's a link there to subscribe in iTunes. You click on it, and you just follow where that leads you, okay? If you don't have iTunes, there's even a link that opens up after you click on the iTunes link, and, it'll, and that link will take you to where you can download iTunes. All right. So anyway, um, listen, soon um, Pod Show is going to be opening its doors. And there's some very, very cool stuff there um, that, that will happen. All right. Uh, it looks to me like they're going to make it very easy to subscribe to my shows or any podcast once they open up. But I can't say anything more or <laughs> Adam Curry and his partner Ron Bloom may come in and break my legs. Uh-oh. Hey. What, Ron, what do you mean? What is wrong with you? Well, I just thought maybe I could tell him a little bit. Is it, isn't it okay? Ah. All right, I won't tell him anymore. Come back here. Oh, man. That was Ron and, and Adam. Okay, I won't tell them anything more about Podshow. I promise. I'll be quiet. <laughs> I know it was corny, but uh, anyway, I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll be recovered by Wednesday to do another show after that beating by Ron Bloom and Adam Curry. Oh man, those guys are big and they're tough. Hey, show notes are at lifespringpodcast.com. Go check them out. The brand new with a great new look. Well, they're a little, they're about a week old now, two weeks. Feel free to put your comments there. You'll see that after every show entry, there is a comments link. You'll need to register, so keep them, that's to keep spammers out. Of course, I won't use your email address or any other information for anything else. Hey, I've got some new photos up on my Flickr page. Uh, I had a, a listener by the name of Matt visit over the weekend. He's from Texas. He came into the Southern California area over the weekend to do some uh, business this week. And he had emailed me and said, Steve, can we hook up? And so we uh, spent some time together. And that was really cool. So I took some pictures and um, you can see those on the Lifespring Flickr page. There's a link for that, coincidentally, on the Lifespring Podcast show notes page. Today's music was by Betsy Walker. She sang Dear Afterthought. And the other one was Darren Pearson. And that song was I Will Love. The links to both of those songs are going to be, guess what, at lifespringpodcast.com. 
Remember, Jesus said, Whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. You see, it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, your station in life. Jesus said, Who do you say that I am? LifeSpring is about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life today. I'm Steve Webb, and I'm your host. See you next time. Hey, that's my line. Where do these guys come from? I'll see you next time. God bless you. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast. The best and the brightest served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, Podshow and Limelight.